You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Hannah's season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. It's happening, everybody. Welcome to podcast number 136. I'm your host, Reality Steve. And boy, do we got a good one for you today. Very topical, I'd say. And Haley Stevens, the ex-girlfriend of Jed Wyatt, who made her story public last Tuesday. We cover it all this week. But before we get to anything, got a couple housekeeping things to take care of. First off, got to tell you who we're sponsored by this week. Protein One. When hunger strikes, just remember this set of numbers, 90, 10, 1. 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. These are the numbers of Protein 1, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. Available in four tasty flavors that will help kick your cravings. Try Protein 1 for your next snack emergency. Available at all major retails, Walmart, Target, local grocery store, and Amazon. Also, take Toy Story everywhere with Toy Story Drop where the world of Toy Story comes to life in the only mobile game fully themed in the Toy Story universe, including the upcoming Toy Story 4. Go to toystorydrop.com slash steve to download your iOS or Android device now. Play the game between now and June 20th, unlock a special voice pack, and hear the claw. Anyway, let's get started with the Haley Stevens interview. I know you have a lot of questions, and I think we covered everything. Um, all the criticisms you have of her doing all the interviews that she did and why she would let her boyfriend go on the show, it's all covered in here. And I think I just ask you to have an open mind because obviously a lot of you already don't like her because you probably just like Jed and you don't want to hear anything negative. And as I said in my column, you'll hear me say it during this podcast, I think it's two different things that we're talking about here. It is, you have every right to discuss how Haley handled herself in the situation about letting her boyfriend go on the show. However, you'll hear her say, like, that's not the issue here. She knows she made a mistake. She's not trying to say, I never did anything wrong, and he just ghosted me. Absolutely not. She knows she made a mistake, and if she could go back and change it, she absolutely would. So I think because of that, people seem to be losing sight of what the issue at play here is and it's the fact of what jed did not what he did post show when he ghosted her i mean yeah that certainly is not the greatest behavior either but i think Haley has proven herself to be legit at this point in terms of who she is because immediately when she came out people were dismissing her oh scorned x or oh she only did it for money again i just need you to listen to the interview please it's an hour and 20 minutes long or an hour and 30 minutes long, I believe, and just hear her out and hear her story, and you'll realize there's a lot of a, of a mindset of somebody who's being lied to and manipulated as to why she believed this was real. And, um, yeah, there's pre-March 12th when he left for filming, and ever since he got back, there's a lot of stuff that goes into thought processes. And now, here on June 26th, when we recorded the podcast... She obviously has had a giant change of heart, but we discuss everything. There's a lot of things to cover here. 
I try and do it in chronological order as well. So we talk about the relationship, everything that happened pre-show. Once Jeff left, uh, Jed left, where was she at? Was she following along? How did she know about anything going on? Um, we talk about the interviews that she already did with people, then E! Online, then E.T., and then Us Weekly, and then the Bobby Bones show yesterday morning. We touch on briefly. And then we talk about everything post-show. So I tried to write down everything that I had heard on social media, your thoughts about her, and asked her about it. And she's very upfront. She doesn't dodge any questions. And that's what I like for my guests, people that don't hide behind anything. So um, there's a lot in here. It's a lot to It's a lot to take, but I hope you listen to it, and I hope you see aside to her that maybe you weren't expecting because um, I couldn't be more impressed uh, with her and what she did. And I even tell her that. And um, there is an incident at the end of the podcast, and I call it incident because I revealed something to her that she didn't even know. Um, but I will say that um, if you are unspoiled, this podcast isn't for you because this podcast is different and this interview is different than anything she's done up to this point because the four interviews that she did with People, E, E.T., and Us Weekly, and with Bobby Bones, spoilers are not talked about. They don't talk about the show aspect of it. And obviously, me being what I do and talking about spoilers, it's very prevalent in this podcast. So you have been warned. Their spoilers are talked about throughout this podcast. So just so you know, that's where we're at. Anyway, without any further ado, let's get going. Here she is, Jed's Jed Wyatt's ex-girlfriend, Haley Stevens, for podcast number 136. Okay, uh, let's bring her in. Uh, she's been in the news the last week or so. Uh, she is one half of the band Sweet Leah. Uh, most importantly, though, she is now the woman that um, Jed Wyatt was dating before he left to go on The Bachelorette. It is Haley Stevens. Haley, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, right off the bat, you have done a few different interviews, um, sure. and the interviews that you've done, none of those interviews addressed the show aspect of it, which is the biggest right. thing here. I'm the spoiler guy, so I can talk about this. My audience expects me to talk about this, so I'm sure you know what I reported last week, and that's that H Hannah and Jed are engaged. Um, yes. so when we talk about things, this episode, it is under this umbrella that you now know he is engaged to her. Well, right. let me just say he got engaged to her in Greece back in early May. Since the shit hit the fan last week with your story, I don't know where they're at right now. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. if I'm her, I'm pissed. However, right. they're engaged. I, I, I can't do anything to prove to you that they are. And I know my initial spoiler was that, Hey, she's with Tyler. That was wrong. She is was never engaged to Tyler. It was always Jed. So just out of curiosity, how does that make you feel? I mean, shocked. And, you know, I, I will say that, you know, as like hurtful as it is to hear part of me is like, well, maybe that explains something. I yeah. mean, I think the biggest, the biggest thing post filming just was, okay, why, like, how can you just have no explanation for me? How can you have, absolutely nothing to say to me. And I, and, and even still, I, you know, everybody's saying there's two sides to every story. There's two sides to every story. I, I, there are two, there are three people now involved in this situation. And, you know, I am as in the dark as every other human that's wondering about this and reading spoiler accounts. So, you know, that's kind of when you love someone 
were really, really invested in this entire thing, supported this whole thing going on, right or wrong. You know, obviously I'm looking at this in hindsight now and I'm like, wow, this is like definitely the dumbest thing. <laughs> that wasn't my smartest move there, but you know, but, but we're in the situation and, and I still don't have any sort of, you know, idea whether that's contracts, whether that's just yeah. didn't fit. I don't know. I can't say, but it, either way to, you know, go online and read that that's the case is, uh, incredibly, incredibly, you know, it's, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty ridiculous. It's, because this is what the show is, you know, they want an engagement right. at the end and, you know, it, I've always said it and I don't know how big of a fan you are of the show, but it doesn't really mean anything because the relationship starts once the cameras are off. It's just right. a byproduct of the show. Hey, two people at the end, when you nail it down, when you narrow it down to the final person, they want you to get engaged. And then right. you, you ask any final couple from the show, they'll tell you our relationship didn't start until that show was over. And then you actually get to know the person because you don't spend a lot of quality time with them right. while Absolutely. you're there. So, so here we are. And your story, your initial story with People Magazine came out a sure. week ago. And it was just funny because that was the day that I had changed my spoiler to, hey, it's Jed and yeah. not Tyler. Out of curiosity, right. was that story getting released, as far as you know, that Tuesday, no matter? Because I, I was, I'm not in contact with people. I had no idea that was coming. Yeah. It was, I, it's coming out last Tuesday, no matter what. Uh, uh, I didn't know when it was coming out. I the the interview was prior to all of that. It was days prior. Okay, I was going to so, ask how many days before that. I mean, it ran last Tuesday. When did four, you do it? Four days okay. before that. So, so they just said we've got it, and we'll, you know, basically, I mean, they don't have to tell you when they're running it, but you knew right. they were going to run it at some point. Right. Okay. And, and and it and it even started as like just you know it was a fact fact-finding type thing. It, this was never, you know, even in my talking to them, it was never, you know, I feel like people have kind of gotten this idea that I'm like saying negative things or, or bashing someone or, or something like that's not the case at all. You know, th it all started because my name was being brought up. I was being contacted. You know, you were not the only person that contacted me, yeah. newbie by name. You know, there were some very, suspicious people starting to follow me on Instagram and just too many things were kind of lining up that I was like, I'm in trouble here. Like I'm in over my head. These media outlets are bigger than, you know, I didn't even have any representation or, or any idea what to even do, Yeah, you know, as this is kind of like developing. And so, you know, then I then am like, okay, well I have, I'm completely in the dark on, you know, what has happened. I'm completely in the dark from him. And now all these people are reaching out to me. I I've got to get some help here. So, you know, I talked to a lawyer who referred me, you know, to a PR firm that, and I'm basically like, can you just help me? I don't know what to do yeah. with and this. So I, that's kind of how it started. Your name first came up to me back, you know, when I initially posted Jed was going to be a contestant on Hannah's season, which was mid-March. Within, right. within a week or two, I don't have the exact date, but within a week or two, somebody was reaching out to me. A couple people were like, you need to get a hold of Haley Stevens. She is his girlfriend. I'm like, okay, I hear this every season. Everyone, everyone's right. got a girlfriend going on the show. All right, whatever. Definitely. Like, and I just kind of was like, okay, I'll keep it in the back of my mind. And then it just started to build more steam. Like, 
no, this isn't just two people that were kind of hooking up before. Like this was his girlfriend and, and there were different versions of this was his girlfriend. It was right. these two are in on it together. She's very well aware he's doing it, which ended up be, that part being true. You knew he was right. going on the show. He didn't disappear out of thin air. And you're like, no, what happened? Um, yeah. So I was just like, OK, I need to reach out to her. I had no idea who had reached out to you. I had no idea anybody else you know, knew right. this. I had I did not know anything. Sure. And I had sent you a, a, a message on Instagram probably two weeks before the people article came out and yes you know you didn't respond and I didn't you know I wasn't I sent one email or maybe two and it was just like hey I'd I'd like to talk to your name keeps getting brought up and it was actually I think I even said in that email I hadn't revealed the spoiler change from Tyler to Jed but in that email to you I did say I think for Hannah's sake you need to talk right you know yeah and that's where I kind of laid it but and I didn't know why you didn't respond. I'm just like, oh, maybe she's just going to be, you know, not talk. And then it's just so funny. The people article well, came out four yeah. hours later. So maybe that pe- people did speed up the release of your interview because of what I had released earlier. That maybe. Day. I don't know. Yeah, I have. I have. I on that end, I really am unsure. And yeah. and honestly, in my, you know, not responding, it was solely that I was just like, I don't want to do anything without somebody just because not even you, but just because there were so many people that knew and were reaching out. I was just like, I need somebody to tell me what to do. Yeah. I don't know what to do or, who, or what's the right Avenue. So, you know, that is kind of, I was like, I need somebody that has a little bit more expertise and knows a little bit more about the entertainment industry and all of this and legal things than me. Yeah. <laughs> so Anyway, but I'll have most definitely, I have been a big, I've followed all of your tweets. That's what got me through all the filming. That's so. That's interesting. I mean, and the funny thing is, like, until last Tuesday, it probably was even more confusing to you. Yep. Because in your mind and in everybody else's mind that believed the spoiler, she was with Tyler. So it's almost like, why wouldn't Jed reach why out to me? Why are you not just speaking to me? Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you reach out to me? Okay. I want to I want to backtrack a little bit and talk about sure. the relationship in, okay. in general. And, and so people can get an idea because, again, everybody's got their opinion about how Absolutely. serious this was at all. You know, why are you what, what's the big deal? You guys were dating four months and all this stuff. Yeah. So. When did it start? Um, I believe you said you met him in November and you started dating him in November. And how did you meet him? So we just met at a writer's round in Nashville. Um, it was at the end of October we met. And then actually our like first date was November 1st. Um, I'm a weirdo journaler. So I know like kind of specific dates, which is kind of embarrassing, but it's true. Um, so November 1st and then, and honestly, you know, the crazy thing is it just was like kind of a mean, I, I am usually like slow out of the gate, not a big, you know, it takes me a while to warm up to someone, but you know, it, he is so charming and funny and we just immediately, you know, clicked. And so it kind of was a, a quick start to this thing where we're just hanging out all the time, met each other's families, um, you know, went to East Tennessee for a, you know, mountain weekend getaway and, and, you know, saw his parents and things and came back to Nashville, just all of the kind of typical things, except for, you know, when we got back from East Tennessee, um, towards the end of November, maybe early December, 
he told me, you know, before I even met you, I applied for the show or, or someone applied for me. Um, his agency. And he, that he, he never said, he never said his agency. He always just said somebody applied for me. Okay. I will say that. So I'm unsure on that. Um, but basically tells me, you know, I've, you know, I talked to my mom about this. I feel like it's only fair to be upfront about this with you. So, you know, obviously that's not like, like, cool. I'm really into this person. He really seems into me. This could or could not happen. I mean, as we, you know, as, as casting processes go, this is months and months and months, you know, this is early November. The final call for casting wasn't until, you know, February. Yeah. So that it's like, okay, do I walk away from this person for this hypothetical situation that might or might not happen? Or, you know, do we stick it out and see what, see what happens? And, and once again, we live in Nashville in the land of, you know, people go on reality shows. It, it all seems very manufactured and it, it all, it seems like acting. We're talking about this in the case of, you know, it, it seems like he's going on Grey's Anatomy, not, you know, even though this is a dating show, when you think about it in this like abstract form, they hadn't announced who it was going to be. We're talking, you don't know who the other guys are going to be. It just sounds like, oh, we're all going to go to this house and hang out and we're all, it's all scripted. That That's how it seems as from a bird's eye view. So it, moral of the story, you know, we have this conversation, we kind of talk it out. We decide, okay, we'll move forward. This might or might not happen. Why give up on this thing? So we continue dating, you know, through Christmas, he meets my family and, um, just continue. I, I was on tour for a few weeks in January, FaceTimed every day. I flew home to surprise him, you know, then went back on the road. And, and then I came back for his birthday, threw him a surprise party with all of his friends. And that's actually when I gave him the trip to the Bahamas. Um, that was his birthday present. And so then we went to the Bahamas, um, well, all, kind of a selfish birthday present because we went to the Bahamas on my birthday. Um, but you know, we did that and he got the final call right before we went. So that was kind of our like last where they told him you've been accepted. You're going to be on the show as right. long as you want to do it. Right. Right. And then you went to Bahamas and then we went to Bahamas. <laughs> Out of curiosity, did you pay for the Bahamas since he can't even pay for rent? <laughs> well, okay. I'll say I'm not rolling in the dough. I'm not. So I had a little parental help for my birthday present yeah. and, and we split the cost when we got there. It's honestly, I feel really bad about that whole comment. I did not know that that was going to be, you know, that was one of the things that we discussed because we are musicians in Nashville. We don't make a ton of money. And I, I, I do feel bad for that comment because it didn't know that it was going to be something that people like attach to and they did. So now I'm like, Oh gosh. That okay. okay. No, under totally you know, understandable. Seems, um, seems like a low blow, but it was not intended that way. I, you know, truly was just being honest, giving my side of the story. And as you know, you know, some people are saying that I've been inconsistent with my stories. I'm not being inconsistent. I've told the same story every single time, but I can't control What's go? You know what's included, what's not. Yeah, exactly, and that kind of thing. So lines get blurred and, and stories get you know confused or whatever. So yeah, I wanted to 
you know, I, obviously we were going to talk, we're going to talk later on about sure, sure, sure. the, the stories that you've spoken about, but yeah, I mean, when you spoke to people, then E, then ET and then us, yeah, I know how these I, I know how these interviews work. They interview you and then they pick and choose from the interview that they record what they're going to write in their column. It's not everything they wrote in their column is the only things that came out of your mouth. Right. So they can pick and choose. And considering you did four, obviously, the second one you did, which was E, they don't want to just regurgitate what people wrote. So they're going to conclude right. stuff that you said that wasn't in the people article. And then right. you go and do Lauren Zima. Uh, you know the Skype interview with Lauren, um, and then you have the Us Weekly, which is now fourth. It's like okay, we're going to get totally different quotes right. because she's already spoken three times. So I get that part. And, yeah. and and going back to what you were saying about Jed, I don't even have any sort of issue with you continuing to date him when he tells you three weeks into the relationship, hey, just yeah. know I applied because at that point right. nothing was happening. He might have never even gotten a sure. final call back to LA. So you're just. You're dating and you're seeing where it goes. You're you're not at the point where you need to, oh, we have to shit or get off the pot right now. Right. It's like no, we have time. So you're good to the you're good to go through there through Christmas. He goes. You do you do the Bahamas and in the Bahamas, according to your story, that's yes. where you both that's said I love you to each other for the first time. Official I love yous. Yeah. Okay. Did it seem sincere on his part? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. It's and you know I. I said this and, you know, this morning they gave me a little bit of hell for this, but that was the first time that I've ever said I love you to anyone. So, you know, that was like a, that was a pretty like big moment, I guess. Um, yeah. And, and once again, and this is the other thing, like I have to believe, have to believe that he did mean it. I don't know what has happened since, obviously that change that I'm not naive to the fact that people fall in love. People fall out of love. People fall in love with people while they're in relationships. Things happen. It it, truly Mm -hmm. like I'm an adult. I do understand that. Um, but so I don't, I don't know the reasoning now at this very moment. I don't know, but at that moment, yeah, that was a, that was a sincere moment. I have to believe that. So when you're, so when that happens, like you said, February 20th, and right before you leave for that mm-hmm. trip, he's, um, you know, uh, been informed that he's been accepted to be on the show. March 12th. That was the looming date. That was the looming date. When you yeah. guys are out there in the Bahamas, February 20th, in those few days, was there talk of, do I do or do I not? What was the talk of where you guys stood during that trip in the Bahamas? I mean, the thing is that, you know, at that point, and pretty much the way we talked about it from the beginning when he brought it up, like he was pretty much like, I'm in contracts. If I'm accepted, then I'm, then I'm do it. There's not really any getting out of it. In uh, contracts with who? ABC. Like for the show. Okay. Okay. I thought you were saying, um, I thought this was a music thing that. No, 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 okay. no, no. Like for the show heads on, you know? Yeah. And, um, and even, you know, and even then, and, and this is one of those things where now like, And I will take, you know, people keep saying like, oh, you're playing the victim. No, I would never have admitted to the fact that I knew on the front end what was happening if I was trying to like play a victim here because I, I knew I, you know, in the Bahamas, we sat in the pool and had this, he's like, I don't understand, you know, like, 
I feel like I would really be freaking out. And I'm like, well, you, you know, you're giving me every reason to trust you. So, you know, like we're having serious conversations about this and about, you know, the premise of this show. And there's a physical aspect to the, you know, like we are having those conversations. It's not like these were just like, I'm living in la la land where I think that this is all just going to be really easy. But at the same time, this is a person that I'm very much fallen in love with has expressed that he's fallen in love with me. So I chose to trust him. So therefore I trusted him, you know, um, trusted him to whether do what? that was go on the show and, you know, do this for music and come home. Okay. Okay. And that's cause that's yeah. what he was telling you. This was all, yeah. it, this is what you said in the people interview that this was yeah. the main one that came out was just, Hey, um, we're going to be, I'm going to do this. I want a platform. We're going to be stronger sure. on the other side because of this. Yeah. You, you guys were together the night before he left all that stuff. So yeah. my, my question is this about just, and this just comes, I guess, comes sure. to about, um, just dating in general. Yeah. Did you ever have to establish what you guys were? Were there, was there ever, you are my girlfriend, you, we, we are exclusive or how did, or was it you exchanged I love yous in the Bahamas? It was almost like assumed, okay, well, it, th- this guy is From the very beginning, me. it was like, it's just me and you in this. It's just, right? It's just me and you in this. Okay. okay, great. It's just me and you in this. So, you know, it was kind of one of those things that we always knew this was, it, there was always this looming thing of this TV show. But But even then, you know, like the night before he left, you know, he's like, I'm not saying goodbye to you. That's too final. We're not saying goodbye. I'm going to be right back. Like, you know, six weeks tops. I'm going to be right back. We're not saying goodbyes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love you. I love, you know, lands in LA. I love you. Don't forget it. So I didn't, you know, I didn't. And I, and I held on to that. And, and once again, you know, obviously that changed for him there. Yeah. Obviously, or he wouldn't be engaged. Yeah. Um, and you know, that, that sucks, man. That's so hurtful, but it's the biggest thing for me, I guess, is just like, what about a heads up? Like I now have, I'm not, you know, I haven't been watching this season, but it's like, you know, I am watching with the rest of the country as this plays out. And now it's not just acting. Now I'm watching this. You know, I'm I'm watching the downfall of what I thought was my, you know, relationship. So, so are you sitting there every Monday night for two hours taking this all in? No, no, absolutely not. But it's just well, when you say I'm watching, you know, I didn't know. what you I mean, about. like uh, people like to send clips. People, oh, okay. you know, it's just the thing about this show, as you know, is it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. You know, the first week. I hadn't heard anything. He'd been back for a week and I'm playing a show and I can see the TV on the other side away from the stage and he's on ESPN. (laughs) They flashes and I'm like, of course. Okay, great. I'm playing a show and I can't even get away from this. You know, it's Jimmy Kimmel. It's on social media everywhere. I look, it just is. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's not like, you know, I've, I've dated people in the past where you can block them and, move on in a couple of months but this isn't that all right guys let's take a break real quickly to talk to you about a couple advertisers here 
You're going to love this one. It's one of your favorites. I know. Me talking about bras again. It is Third Love Bra with more than 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes. Third Love designs bras with the breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. Just answer a few simple questions via Third Love's Fit Finder quiz to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. Then, thanks to Third Love's 100% fit guarantee, you can wear, wash, and put your bra to the test for 60 days. And if you don't love it, you can return it, and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. This is hands down the most comfortable bra you'll own with straps that won't slip, tagless labels, and lightweight, super thin memory foam cups. Obviously, I can't speak from experience on this, but a friend of mine who I donated these to loves them. Favorite bra she's ever owned, and her biggest thing is the straps that won't slip. She loves it. So, Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering you, my listeners, 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com steve right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com steve for 15% off today. Also, want to talk to you about Protein One. Your stomach is rumbling. You need something to fill it. Hunger strikes so aggressively that it's easy to grab for the nearest snack, donuts in the break room, bag of vending machine goodies, or a muffin from the downstairs cafe. All my personal favorites, to be honest with you. But when you're in need of a quick, tasty treat, there's only one set of numbers you need to remember. 90, 10, 1. 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. These are the numbers of Protein One, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. Available in tasty flavors that will help kick your cravings, chocolate chip, peanut butter chocolate chip, chocolate fudge, and strawberries and cream. Right now, all four of them are in my rotation. In the past, I was saying I only like the peanut butter, chocolate chip, and the strawberries and cream. I added the chocolate fudge and chocolate chip. Now it's just a different one every morning. I love it. Gives me a good kick in the morning, starts my day, and it, you know, like I said, doesn't fill me up. However, it's not loading. It fills me up but it doesn't load me up. See what I'm saying here? Anyway, 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, one gram of sugar. Try Protein One for your next snack emergency. Available at all major retails, Walmart, Target, local grocery store, and Amazon. All right, now let's get back to Haley Stevens. Let me ask you this in regards to the whole Nashville musician scene, because I'm not going to say I'm any sort of expert, but I am... I'm aware of how certain things go down when it comes to, and not necessarily just Nashville musicians, just musicians in general, especially male, good-looking musicians that don't want to post pictures to show that they are taken because it could take away from your female fan base. It's 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 giving this sense to the female fan base if you're if you don't post anything that you're you know whatever available. Not that any of these fans really ever have a chance, but they have to think that they do. So yeah, most definitely. So is was this something that when you were with him, I know a lot of people are bringing it up. Why aren't there any, you know, the pictures you're providing yeah. are all private ones. Why didn't he ever post about you? Why didn't you ever post about him? Um, since I didn't know about you until after he had left for filming, was there pictures up at you of both of you guys on each of each other's no. page at one point? Okay, so then no. why? Was we it- never posted. Well, mostly because you know, from the beginning, he, we knew that this was going to be an opportunity. One, there is a little bit of that on kind of on both sides. I even have girl musician friends, you know, that don't post about 
their boyfriend. You know, there's a, there's an air of mystery that you want to create, kind yeah. of as an artist. Yeah, absolutely, and that's what you I know? was referring and to. Not e- yeah, not even not even just like not even just guys, but 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 girls too. You know, we we have to keep a certain air of availability. I guess it adds to the allure of being an artist and being on stage. Yeah. Um, but but then you know, like as this thing progressed, you know, and and this is one of those things where I'm like, as as a woman that, you know, hopefully, I, you know, want to be a leader, like I want to be a good influence, but you know, he's going on the show. Well, he can't ha- quote unquote have a girlfriend. So we can't be posting couple pics all over the place. You know, even in the Bahamas one night he said, man, I wish we could post a couple pic. And I'm like, yeah, me too. But you know, you can't, we can't be all over his Instagram. And then he goes on this show too, you know? So and that's one of those things where in hindsight, I'm like, I should have, that's when I should have said, you know what, this isn't, this isn't the relationship I want to be in. Like, I want to be with somebody that can post about me or that at least I don't feel like we have to hide it. But, you know, obviously this is where we're at now. Can't take it back. But, yeah. but that is why there aren't pictures of us on, on social media, just the ones that we, you know, took of each other. And the comments, I mean, you guys were both posting from the Bahamas but separately but commenting so that's how it it got out that it was you know people started after your people post last week people were sending me look Jed commented on her picture in the Bahamas (laughs) and he's in the Bahamas I'm like oh okay yeah I mean it's I never doubted that there was something serious because I had heard about you for three months like people were telling me this is his girlfriend Steve you need to look into this and I was just (laughs) like okay you gotta understand I get that every season like okay um, yeah. And then I did look into it and that's why I contacted you. And obviously we sure. were, we were, you know, it was basically, I think end of May, right. Maybe beginning of June. And you know, you were so far deep now into it because he said all these people were contacting you. So, yeah. so here's the, you know, here's the number one question that everyone has asked and every, yeah. every, uh, Bobby asked it to you. So I'll ask it to you so you can tell the audience. And the biggest thing you're getting criticized on is why would you knowingly let someone that you were in love with go on a TV show? Not necessarily Jed going on the show to find love, but based on what you were telling me and what he was telling you, he was going on the show, yes, to promote his career. But in that process, he was doing it to deceive another woman since you said he was doing it, you know, for his career. So taking away the dating and engagement aspect of The Bachelorette show you allowed him to go on it knowing he was planning on deceiving Hannah and never telling her about you. Why do that? Sure. Uh, I mean, I think this is one of those things that I think that's super valid question. Um, you know, and, and I, and I have said this in, in another article, but you know, when you're ahead of this thing and when you're looking at this thing, like it's just a TV show, and it seems like it's scripted and it's not real. And there are 30 guys there. What are the odds that she's going to fall for me or, you know, for this person that I love? What's what it seems harmless. It seems like they're actors in a movie. It seems so it, you don't attach, you know, they didn't even announce who was the bachelorette until the night that he left. So I didn't even have like a face in my mind of who this might be on the other end. And and neither did he, that's the other thing, you know, it's really easy to like pass judgment on the backside of this while everyone's seeing this like super genuine girl, super real girl that could 
literally be any one of my friends. You know, you see that now and you think, wow, I'm an asshole. But on the front end, it doesn't seem like that. It doesn't seem like it's going to be harmful to someone. You don't think about that aspect. All you're, all that I'm thinking about is this is a person that I love that thinks this is the best thing for their career. And I'm sure from his mind, he's just thinking this is what's best for my career. You know, he didn't know her yet. He didn't know what he was getting into. So, you know, I just think that it's really easy for people to say, you know, shame on you, shame on you. But you don't, you don't know all the facts. You don't have all the, there's, it's not personal yet. It's not personal. It seems like a scripted TV show, even if it's called reality TV. I mean, you know, this thing's larger than life. This doesn't seem like this, these are just real people. Like the two of us that were sitting there talking about, it's just, you know, was it the brightest idea? Was it the best thing Best decision I've ever made, or or I'm sure that he's made. No, but is this where we are now? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think, and I think that's what's kind of getting lost here is a lot of people. I mean, I know a lot of those same people are saying, "How can you be mad when you allowed it? He didn't. He didn't ghost you and never told you he was never going on, and then one day he disappeared. You right. know, you knew he was going on, was fine with it. He did it for a career boost. A career boost. So their argument is, what is she mad at? And you're right. just saying, look. I get it now, but you're 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 answering now on June 26th. You got to look back to March 13th when this was all starting. I right. You had no idea, like you exactly. May, and maybe that's your biggest mistake in all this. I mean, what do you think your biggest mistake was in all this? Other than I should have never allowed it. Is it basically I should have put my foot down and said, "Look, you're either yeah. going on that show, and if you do, I you know I wish you all the best of luck. I hope your music career blows up after this, but we're done." That's yeah. probably what you should have done. That's what I think you should it, have done. Exactly. And, you know, now, yeah, that's what I should have done. I mean, I like to call myself a, you know, strong woman. That's not a strong woman move. Yeah. Is that, you know, if if one of my friends or my little sister were in my shoes, is that what I would I advise them to do? No. Did I do it? Yes. Have we all done stupid things or regrettable things when we loved someone or when we were, you know, lost in, you know, you get lost in it. We've all done that. We have all gotten wrapped up in a relationship and made a decision or done something that wasn't, you know, the best call. We've all done it. Mm -hmm. And this was mine. So I'm not in any way saying I'm so innocent. Oh, you know, poor old me. I, you know, but I am saying, you know, I didn't know any of these things on the front end. All of these judgments that are being passed on everyone involved are being passed on what people are seeing now. But they didn't they don't know anything that happened months prior to what we're seeing now. And you are not someone right now that is trashing Jed. You're not trashing no. Hannah. This isn't something like you're pissed off at both of them because they fell for each other. You're just like no. I just want to let everyone know I was ghosted. Like yeah. it was, he has not, this is a guy that said all this stuff. And like I said, you, you weren't someone that just said a bunch of stuff. You provided receipts, which in 2019, you basically have to do now or nobody believes anything. Yeah. You that provided the so receipts. Hard. It's, it's very, very clear where, you know, and you can talk about, well, it was only four months, but okay. But then if it was only four months, 
then Jed was just as into it as you because he's telling somebody, you know, we'll get through this. I'll see you on the other side. Meet me at the dock. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. Love your bod. Love your hands. Love your heart. <laughs> that was just, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't, I can't with the, with the bod stuff. It's just hilarious. Um, and he loves your hands. I mean, it's just, it's just funny to me. The whole I mean, thing, you haven't seen my hands. I have really spectacular hands. Uh, apparently, apparently were, I mean, I just, <laughs> the thing is, it's so, I mean, it's, I mean, I hate to laugh because it's obviously at your expense here because you did, you know, it, it does suck. And, you know, even saying you got your heart broken, people automatically, that's triggering people to like, oh my God, she didn't get her heart broken. She let him do it. It's like, okay, yeah. we're never going to, we're never going to convince people like that. It's just, totally. it's too, I, I, as I've said numerous times, it is two separate issues. We can sit here right. and talk all day about the decision you made to let Jed go on the show. You don't yep. think you should have now in hindsight, you totally don't think you should have. I don't think you should have. Everybody that's on your case now says you're an idiot for doing that. Yeah. We're not debating that. We're debate yeah. we're talking about what Jed did on this show because now he is an engaged man to somebody and I guarantee the whole time he was there through the process to the time he got engaged, he never told Hannah about you. Guaranteed. She doesn't know. I don't know. She I doesn't know. know. I'm she knows now, I'm sure, yeah. and I'm sure he told her after and before uh, the story came. I'm sure he gave her a heads up. However, this is something where the heads up that Jed gave her, I'm sure, was more along the lines of, hey, I have somebody, you know, either let me go, let me go end it. I don't know what, but yeah. I, what I know, what I do know without knowing for sure is that I guarantee Jed did not tell Hannah about a card that he wrote about what he said about doing the show, um, everything he said to you about still being in love with you, being with you the night before he left, all this stuff. I'm sure it was just kind of generic. Hey, there's this girl back home. She might say this. And that's, yeah. that's, not, the, that's not the full story, and that makes him an out-and-out -out liar. And that's where the, I think the difference is going to be is I'm sure he told her, but he downplayed it, not thinking that you would ever – go to the media with it and provide receipts. And now he's probably, Oh shit. I, I just can't imagine how he isn't finally guys. One last advertiser for you this week. Gryphon makes it easy to wake up rested and happy with the world's most comfortable sheets and duvets. They'll give you the most comfortable sleep of your life. All of Gryphon's bedding is made with premium quality Supima cotton and everything from their materials to their facilities is evaluated to the highest standard. Because Gryphon owns their entire manufacturing process, they control every detail that can change the way you sleep, and they've had over 200 years to perfect their craft. Refinery29 recently described Gryphon as bedding that you can feel good in and about. For a limited time, you can try these sheets free for 30 days, no strings attached. If you don't like them, send them back, and you won't be charged. I got my set of Gryphon sent to me from them. I love it. And anybody that knows my background knows when I first moved to Dallas in 2006, I was in the bedding industry. We sold sheets. Gryphon's the best ones I've had by far. So Gryphon makes bedding that you can feel good about, good in and about. Visit gryphonhome.com or search Gryphon Home and use the code Steve at checkout. That's G-R-Y-P-H-O-N home.com and use code Steve. Now, let's get back to Haley Stevens, uninterrupted, for the remainder of the podcast. Well, you know, and the crazy thing is, and I have 
honestly, I never planned to say anything. Okay, so, so why did you? Just I, I want to ask you that. Why why did you come forward and why didn't you come forward earlier? So, you know, here's the deal. And I even said, you know, while he was gone, I don't want to – I am a musician, have been a musician for 10 years. I've been building a career on my own for 10 years. I'm a full-time – this is how I pay my bills. This yeah. is what I do. In what world do I want to be known? All these headlines say, Jed's ex-girlfriend. That, you think I worked my entire life to be somebody's ex-girlfriend? No. I work my tail off to be known for what I do. So I never even, you know, yes, this sucked. And if you think I didn't cry till I made myself sick when I saw him posting Instagram stories before he called me, then, you know, I'd be lying. All of that happened. My friends have helped me while I cried. But also, you know, I didn't feel the need that everyone in the world needed to know that I was crying till I, you know, that I was upset or that that people needed to know, Oh, exactly what all these people are saying. You know, how could she let him go? How could, you know, yeah, I don't want the whole world to be saying that about me. I'm a strong person. Was this my strongest move? No, but you know, at the same time, once again, it happened. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to keep my head down. My friend, my close friends and family, know about this. They know everything that's gone on. Everyone in that, you know, obviously you were contacted. Lots of people know. So I'm like, okay, great. Well, everyone in Nashville knows, but once again, just keep my head down, keep going. You know, just it, it, that show doesn't air forever. You'll be fine. So then, you know, when people start reaching out to me and and it, and it started kind of slow the night of the premiere, Hannah's brother followed me on Instagram And so, and this was before Jed even got home. So immediately I'm like, okay, why, you know, that's kind of like alarms kind of start sounding. I get like a little uneasy, like why did he know about me? Yeah. Why is he following? That just seems way too coincidental, you know? So I'm like, okay, well, that's strange. Jed's still not back. And at this point I'm like, okay, this, I'm preparing myself like, He's definitely not going to come back and still love me, but at least, you know, maybe I'll get some sort of like explanation or, or at least like a heads up of what can I, I can expect here. Yeah. So you, you know, you and said I said it was the night of the premiere, you know, for a fact that her brother started yes, following you. I was at dinner. I went to dinner with my mom and sister because I didn't want to be anywhere near a TV. Yeah. So, you know, and so he, he and, and I'm like, the night that he started following you. Yeah. And his brother. Okay. So I'm like, you know, I don't know. So then, you know, after that, it was kind of quiet for a little while. didn't really hear anything else from anyone, anyone. Um, but then people start reaching out to me and and people, you know, actually from week one, I started hearing the, you know, my friends would send me these podcasts. Hey, they're talking about you. They weren't saying my name, but they were talking about the story and they knew, you know, chicks in the office of Barstool Sports, did one and like it just was too in line with my story and there were too many things that were like fairly spot on that I was like okay well people know about this and then it just started getting you know my name was getting out there more and so I'm like okay this story is gonna come out whether it comes out on the show 
whether it comes out from a spoil, some spoil, whatever. I didn't know how it was going to come out, but I'm like, okay, they know about me. They know the story. Everybody wants the drama. You, this is, you, this is what you deal with all the time. People want the drama. They want to hate on it when they get it, but they want the drama. So I'm like, okay, either I tell my story and I, and I get to tell it the, and to be honest, not be negative toward anyone. Cause that's my biggest thing when I, you know, when I decided, okay, I'm going to come, you know, I'm going to come forward and, and I start talking to this PR firm. I'm like, here's the deal. I refuse to bash anyone to make this a negative thing because that's just, it's not my style. If people want the story, they can have a story. I'll, you know, I'll tell you the truth. I'll give you the receipts that you need. This is what happened. But do I think anyone here involved is a bad person or is anyone going to sway me? I've been in interviews where they're leading me and leading me and just wanting me to say something negative, bash him in some way. And I'm just, there's no point in that. That doesn't fix the problem. That doesn't, that doesn't solve anything. So, you know, all of that to say, that's kind of how it, it all, it all started. Okay. Let's talk about during filming. Sure. When Jed is gone, obviously that had to have been difficult. Obviously we know these contestants don't have their phone. He can't be in any sort of contact with you. How did you make it through that? Well, I, I had no idea that there was a world of bachelor nation spoilers and reality, Steve. I am not going to lie. I didn't know that you existed until he left. (laughs) And I just started, I just, I was never a big, I didn't really watch the show. Never really have. I watched Sean season years ago, Mm -hmm. Sean and Catherine. Um, but and, and I've seen episodes in between, namely the ones where they paint ex, you know, an ex-girlfriend shows up and it's so dramatic and they paint her as this crazy person, whatever. But, you know, so he leaves and I'm like, okay, well, I'm curious. I, I got to know what's happening. And so I start, you know, watching all of your tweets and all your spoilers. And then on Instagram, there are these spoiler accounts. So I just started watching them and at first, you know, it was quiet and I, and I kept, this is kind of embarrassing, but I kept this journal of like texts that I wish, like if I could send them what I would say. And so I even have like a screenshot in my phone of that like first rose ceremony when you posted and you know, Jed's like front and center and I have this screenshot on my phone with like a note to him below it. (laughs) And I'm just like, Uh, now I look back and I'm like, just delete it and forget about it. But, you know, so that is how I kept up with everything. And then, you know, they did the, the first, the craziest thing is that first one-on-one that they even in Boston, Boston, that was the first date that they, that like you even had any real like footage. Yeah. Everything up until that point had been like so quiet and, you know, you didn't really, you couldn't really see it while they were in LA. So that's the first thing that I saw and I, the first like video that you posted was them walking down the street, holding hands. And I could tell by his walk that it was him. And I was like, Oh boy, Oh boy. Okay. This is it. And then, okay. They're making out in a field and they're, Oh, every kiss her kiss. You know, I'm watching all this stuff from my house. I was literally having a co-write with two of my friends 
And they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, honestly, no. And I go in a hammock in my backyard and just lose it. Just, you know, so that's how I kept up the entire time, these spoiler counts. And then I kept thinking like, okay, we're getting closer to the end, closer to the end. I could, you know, you're releasing, okay, top six or whatever, top nine, blah, blah, blah. These are who went home and I'm waiting and waiting. Okay. When's it going to be him? Oh, we're getting to the end. Oh, here's top five. Okay. Nope. Still no. (laughs) Then top four. And I'm like, okay, this is not good. And so then I'm just, you know, I'm following along this whole time and like having to give myself affirmation, like, okay, trust him. You said you'd trust him. And then toward the end, I'm like talking myself down, like, okay, you have to just, you know, I I had to do it all by myself. I just had to sit here and watch it on spoiler counts. And then it was just done because I just never got any sort of. What, what was your ultimate end game in this that he'd do it, come back, say he had a good time, didn't end up with her. And you guys just pick up where you left off? I guess, you know, and that's another thing that I'm just like, I think you sort of romanticize things. And and now with a clear head, like obviously we're on the backside of this. And, you know, maybe that was a case of this. Like I'm thinking, oh, this is, this is like a movie. He's going to come back and he's going to realize that I'm the best thing that ever happened to him. And, you know, you're like gonna, you're gonna slow mo- your you're gonna slow mo run into each other's arms at oh, the airport. Totally, yeah. totally. Like it's all just a dream. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that I realistically had completely thought through what this. You know, I I thought about like okay, we still even if he comes back at the end of this, and, and as it got closer to the end, you know, you start having the like rational thoughts. I'm like, okay. It's not like we can even actually just be together when he just gets home. So if he okay, if so he came another, home like two months of this is all has to just be really sneaky DL. and quiet and yeah. So you know you over time you like get to that point where you rationalize it all. But once again, this is June. This isn't March. So you know. Yeah, I think. You know, if he were to have come back a single man, um, you would have been able to see him and you guys could have hung out at each other's yeah. places. But publicly, you wouldn't have been able to, you know, go right. out and do stuff and show that he we don't I mean, magically get to be together. Yeah, yeah, you would have still had to. But, you know, once it was almost like, you know, granted, I posted the spoiler four hours before the people article came out and I had no idea the people article was coming out. But once it yeah. did came out did come out i you know look i i always have a lot of confidence in my spoilers and obviously the tyler one ended up being wrong but i was based on the information i had gotten about the jed stuff i knew that he was with hannah but then when i saw the interview with you and what you said that you haven't spoken to this guy and then everything that was happening pre-show i'm like okay if jed came back a single man a lot of guys do this show with someone on the side or someone that they were with pre-show and do it to, you know, get Instagram followers or improve their career or whatever. And then when they don't get chosen, they just go back and start hooking back yeah, up with the person they were with. Yeah. So when you told that story, I'm like, oh, well, now I know it's true because there's no, yeah. there's no reason why Jed wouldn't have gone back to her. There's no way. Because it wasn't like you were a fling before he went because 
then it could have been, oh, maybe he just doesn't want to go hook up with her again. It was, yeah. you guys were in the Bahamas two and a half weeks before he left to go film this fucking show. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, yeah. telling each other you love each other. He's sending you notes. He's sending you the card. I'm going to, I'll see you. I'll see you on the other side. Love your bod. All that stuff. <laughs> You're stuck on that. I know. One. It's just so funny to me. I, 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 who says that? Other than a, I just, that seems so teenagerish. But, um, so I, here's a here's a question I have about Jed. Does he own another jacket other than the one we've seen him wear 1,600 times on the show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't he, he wear it? He, I don't know. He took he took other jackets. He took I one apparently because he wears the no, same. No, he band. took more than that. He really did. Did you I pack know. for him too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, and that and the thing that broke yesterday, the funny story about the uh, about the uh, the guitar case or the i'm not gonna lie that was i probably shouldn't have even said anything about that but i did feel a little bitter i did feel a little bitter when i saw my guitar case on tv <laughs> yeah so the guitar case that he went up to hannah's room with um yeah that's mine that's that's yours broken front and it's, zipper yeah broken front years. zipper uh with the red piping you can see it in your yeah. pictures it's obviously yours um <laughs> just funny uh, another another you know just added just nugget to this whole fiasco um i i'd say during you know during filming you said you know i was going to ask you at what point did you realize that you were becoming a story and it is it when the brothers started following you that was where you realized or was it when people started contacting you the, it, when he followed me i thought and once again jed wasn't home then yeah. so i'm like oh you know my first thought is he he told him and so now you know her brother knows that's why he's followed me but you know then when he gets home and doesn't talk to me i'm like okay well none of this is adding up and so from especially that since moment, you thought he was with Ty- or she was with tyler at that point right i'm like i'm just like i don't really understand what's happening here and so then when literally i mean no contact for almost two weeks i'm like and and then and, you know another one of those questions has been like well did you text him did you reach out to him and i'm like well no because i and honestly you know maybe i should have but i just kept thinking like surely we live five minutes away from each other surely he's gonna show up at my door surely there's some like maybe there are contracts that say he can't like have a paper trail of talking to me but surely there's going to be some sort of explanation. There never was until, you know, I ran into him. One of my friends called him a coward, and then he called me the next day, and then at that point I didn't answer. Okay, you that's know. that's something I wanted to talk about in yeah. regards to the and, – and this is just semantics, but I know people are losing their shit over it. So I want, I, oh, I yeah. want to cover some of the semantics of the interviews that you did because people yeah. are saying the stories are conflicting or whatever. So – yeah, let's clear it up. <clears throat> he gets home from filming. You mm-hmm. never place a call to him or a text to him for two weeks. No, two weeks. Okay. Immediately, I already know people are going to say, like, well, if you were in love with him, how can you not contact him? Yeah, why did you not show up at his door? Believe yeah. me, I have – my friends are sitting – they're like, Haley, how are you not showing up at his door? How are you not bashing in his headlights? And I'm like, well, I don't know. And honestly, in answer to that question – I think I still was in this like romanticized idea that like there was going to be this point of redemption. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there was going to be this, I just, could, it, it was really hard for me to believe that he just wasn't ever going to talk to me. And so I just kept holding out hope, like, surely he's going to show up at my door. He's going to find, you know, something is going to happen. It, so it didn't. And so, you know, we ran into each other and I approached him and the, all, and the thing is I walked in, we saw each other and he didn't speak to me. And, and I don't know if once again, even then I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm right. Like, I'm right here. You have had nothing to say to me. Why are you like running from me in this bar? I don't understand. And so I approach, I, I walk up the stairs where he is with his friends and I just said, Hey, and he said, how have you been? I said, how do you think I've been? And he said, I couldn't have known. And I said, well, you didn't think I deserved a call? And he said, I didn't know what to say. And was this, he said, was this at Live Oak, by the way? No, this, that was the second time. That oh, okay. was weeks later. That was during CMA Fest. So just like oh, a few okay. weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, this is at a place called Losers in Nashville, but or winners next door to losers. But <laughs> All right. yeah, because you know, losers and winners. Yeah. Um, but so we're, you know, and anyway, he says, um, or he says, we need to talk. And I said, well, not here. And he cheers to me with this beer and probably should have cheers him. Yeah, I know. My friends are like, why did you cheer them? I'm like, I don't know. I just was kind of panicked. I was trying to remain calm. You know, I just, I just did it. But, and then, you know, one of my friends came in after and and called him a coward. I just left, you know, I grabbed Julia Kate and my duo partner and I was like, you got it. We got to go. I'm going to lose it. We got to go. Um, and so we left and then, so the next day, and I think this is like the part of the story that people keep like leaving out and say he never he never reached out or whatever so the next day i'm on the phone with my mom and he and he calls me and his name pops up and i'm like obviously i'm talking to my mom about this whole thing i'm super like emotional all over the place and she was like well just don't answer right now you don't have to answer right now just take a minute you know think about all the things that he could say are you ready because once again this is i'm I'm emotional. Like I have to prepare. He's no matter what he says, none of it's going to make me feel better. He's either going to say I fell in love with her or, you know, the show is more important to me or they want me to be the bachelor or, or you, or I just don't want to be with you anymore. So like I have to prepare myself for those are the answers is there's no happy phone answer on the other side of that phone call. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't answer and he didn't leave a voicemail and he never called back. So once again, so then at that point, I'm just kind of like, you know what? There's nothing he says to me that makes me move on here. I have to just move on. So there you go. You know, so I'm like, okay, we'll just leave it at that. He'll call back. If, if we need to talk, he'll call back. So then in the, the meantime, after that, we didn't see each other again until CMA Fest. Yeah. We played the same show at Live Oak and I played two acts before him. And then, um, you know, he came up after and just said, 
you guys sounded great. I said, thanks. And he said, are you okay? And I said, you know, we're in a group of people, so I can't exactly be like, no, uh, you know, not great. So I was just like, yeah, I'm fine. How are you? And he said, it's weird. And I was like, well, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be weird. It's all, it's fine. And he was like, no, I just mean everything that's happening. Like, it's all just really weird. It's all just like moving quickly. It's really weird. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, and then he like walks off, goes to the bathroom and I'm looking at my friends and like, okay, well, that was awkward. Just walk away. So, you know, so that. And that's where it left off. That was the last sort of any sort of contact. CMA. That's any sort of contact. That was the end. I could tell you at the end of that night, he went and saw Hannah. So you got that there. Um, So cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Hannah, I mean, Hannah was at CMA Fest. She wasn't hiding the fact she was there because she was doing press and stuff like that. But that was one of their uh, happy couple visits. They definitely saw each other at CMA Fest. Um, so <clears throat> that combo leaves off and CMA Fest was like two, two and a half weeks ago. So you're, yeah. that was the last of anything. Anything. Um, the, you you talk to people about a week later. They run it four days yeah. after that, which is last Tuesday, yep. and now it's you know obviously it it's it, it, it's all the shits hit the fan. It's all uh, it's all out there now. I never even could have even when it started. I was like, one, nobody's gonna believe me. Two, nobody's gonna care. Why would anybody care? And holy shit, it yeah. is like from that. I mean, thank goodness I you know, got help because it just like went haywire. And I'm like, okay, all all of these people are now reaching out. I mean, it just was like the floodgates opened and I'm like, I don't, what have I done here? But then again, you know, just like I said in people, like I knew people were talking about this and you know, if they're engaged, It's only people are only going to talk about it more as the thing goes on. So either I get to tell the honest truth or I get painted however people want to paint me as just the hookup or as some crazy ex-girlfriend just out looking for revenge or whatever. You know, those are the narratives that are going to come out about me. Oh, for for sure. And, you know, know, opportunists and, you know, the more interviews you do, the more times your name gets mentioned and the more times Sweet Leah gets mentioned, which, look, I have Mm -hmm. no problem. I I don't think I mean, if people want to get mad because you are, uh, you know, I I mean, did you sign a multimillion dollar deal in the last week? No, you didn't. Absolutely not. Are you did I get paid for anything? Anything? No. I have not been so. That was going to be a question. Yeah. No, not a dime, nothing. And I, and what I can say to back that up is, I I know how these media outlets work. TMZ absolutely one thousand percent pays for information, and Harvey Levin has made no. Harvey Levin's never hidden the fact. There's interviews out there of Harvey Levin saying they're providing me a service. Of course, I'm going to pay them for it. TMZ yeah. pays. I have heard through the years, People doesn't pay. Us Weekly doesn't nope. pay. And E online does not pay. I've heard it. So I believe you when you say that because I've heard the same thing. Not a dime. Not everybody gets paid to tell a story. And let's just say you did. That doesn't change what Jed texted you. That doesn't change what happened in the Bahamas two and a half weeks before he left for filming. So just because someone gets paid to tell their story doesn't mean the story isn't true. And I can't hammer that home 
anymore. But to be clear, you didn't get paid. I didn't get paid. So, and you know, like I said, you haven't signed a multi-million dollar record deal in the last nope. week because now your name is out there. Um, when you came out last Tuesday, I looked at your Instagram following. I looked at it again today. You've picked up about 8,000 followers. Is that world yeah. shattering? No, not no. even close. Yeah. So let's, I just, I just have an issue with, she's doing this to get famous. She's doing, yes, obviously your name is out there and more people know who Haley Stevens is. And she is a singer in the group, Sweet Leah, because of it. But yeah. it's, it's not your fault that that's your job yeah. and your name is Haley Stevens and you're in a band called sweet Leah when yeah. all you're doing is telling your story about Jed. It's yeah. what are you supposed to do? I mean, you're not, you're not a receptionist or I started to say, if I was an accountant and it said Haley is an accountant, then nobody, but the fact that I'm, you know, when people go through tough times or get their heart broken, you don't get to just hide out in your house and not go to work. No, I have to get up every single day, no matter if everyone in the world knows about this or not, no matter if I'm embarrassed or sad or whatever, I have to get up and go to work. This just happens to be my job. Oh, for sure. And we know this is your job. You've, you've stated it on the show. I, I'm curious about this. Do you know yeah. or have you heard if Hannah and Jed were made aware that that article was going to run? Yes, I believe I, I don't know a, a, anything about Hannah, obviously, but I a mutual friend did reach out to me and let me know the night before it ran that he was notified that he was notified. So he knew on Monday night it was running the next day. Yeah. OK. Um, And I think, like I said, I I'm without knowing, I'm pretty sure some point from the end of filming till that time he was notified last Monday night, I'm sure Jed told Hannah about you. Yeah. I also don't think that he went into very much detail about it. I'm sure that it was more generic. Hey, yeah. there's a girl in my life. She might say something. Don't worry. It's you and us, kid. It's us. Love your bod, whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever he's going to say to Hannah, but I guarantee it wasn't. I sent her this. I gave her this card before I left. She was going to pick me up at the airport. I'm, I just, I know it wasn't. I mean, we've, we've seen how good of a liar he's been. So yeah, I'm sure he, I'm sure he basically just downplayed who you were and what you meant to him in his life is, yeah. is my, is my thing. Um, I, I, a couple other things that I'm just kind of looking at here. Um, sure. when, when he didn't respond to you and you know, for the two weeks, he, you know, he's, you know, he's home. In your yeah. mind, you still think it's Tyler, and he's not responding. Should you have just taken that as he doesn't want me? Maybe I'll just get answers someday. Maybe I won't. I'm moving on, but I'm just going to move on, and I don't want to talk. Or is your answer, look, again, it's my it's my story. I don't want anyone else telling it, and that's why yeah. you spoke about it. Okay. Yeah. The backlash that you've gotten online. Goodness and, gracious. And, <laughs> And the the hate that you've gotten online, um, how has that affected you? Has the negativity online affected your music career at all so far? I mean, here's the deal. I, I, I will say one thing. There is a certain positive in being a musician and dealing with this 
kind of thing because this is not the first time that people have said hateful things to me. It will not be the last. I'm also in a duo with another, you know, girl. So people like to compare us to each other. And, you know, I am, I am no stranger to the hateful comments, but man, people are brutal. And it's just, but, but I'll say, and I, I also said this in a couple of interviews and once again, I don't really feel like it got enough, you know, airtime, but it amazes me to see the comments that people make about Hannah. This, what I have experienced in the past, you know, week is this tiny taste. I mean, hateful, hateful things that people say about someone that they do not know. Yeah. They do not know her. Whether you agree with what she has done on the show. I mean, listen, I am sitting here you know, sad over the situation, but even still to say the things that people say about anyone, but to someone, you know, don't watch the show. If you don't agree with what she's doing or, you know, don't follow people if you are not their biggest fan, but holy moly, the negativity. I mean, and you even kind of, brought this up in your last, um, recap, but you know, I've had girls reach out to me about contestants on this season, not just Jed that were in similar situations that said, uh, you know, I'm too scared to come forward because of all of the, you know, comments that you've gotten. Yeah. And they're like, do you have advice? And I'm like, well, if you, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. If you feel the need, you know, if you feel like that's what you want to do, just prepare yourself because you better have a thick skin. Oh, but but on the flip side of that, I have also gotten an overwhelming, and this was what, this has been the most shocking thing. You know, I expected the negativity. I expected people to not be my biggest fan. I expected people to be skeptical. All of that. I prepared myself for what I didn't expect was this overwhelming amount of messages and emails from people that are like, I've been in a similar situation, whether it's a show or just a similar relationship or something like, I relate to your story. Thank you so much for speaking up. I've had people that dated people on past seasons that reached out and said, you know, I didn't have the nerve to like, to come forward or I did and I got this hate. And so I feel free. It just, it has been really shocking the number of people that either related or have been encouraging or supportive of this whole, of the whole thing. And that was the part, you know, sadly that I didn't expect, but there's been an overwhelming positive response as well. So, you know, that's good. It's good to hear. Have any of the DMS you've gotten or in emails that you've gotten from people been surprising? Yeah. I mean, you, (laughs) you reported on, you know, one of them and and I would never, obviously say any names or, or, or it's not my story to tell. Yeah. But, but yeah, definitely. Uh, she contacted you as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, she showed me everything and she showed me, and this was, I believe 10 days before you left for the Bahamas. He slept with another woman and I have the text messages to prove it. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's just, 
So now you're almost dealing like, wait, and you didn't find out about this until a week ago, um, you know, when she came forward to you. I just. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think we're talking about different things. Oh, right is, is there, there could be a third girl. I don't know. I mean, is there, is there. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, I mean, if there's. Okay. Okay. I mean, it, like I said, it, whether there's one more or two more, that's one more than it should have been, basically, if, if he's. If he's you, Mr. In Love with You. Go ahead. But I wasn't even talking about Jed. Who did you think I was talking about? Oh, one of the other contestants, but now I... Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, okay. So uh, you were you not aware that Jed was with another woman 10 days before he went to the Bahamas with you? Nope. Sorry. Um, he was. I I think... You talk about some of the DMs and the emails that you've gotten from other people. Like you said, some contestants from the show and whatnot. I mean, have other women come forward to you in terms of with Jed that you've heard of? Yeah. Now, I mean, yeah. I'm not going into names or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't. So So it's like, but this is kind of. I mean, it's kind of almost the Tiger Woods effect, you know. When when Tiger when when Tiger Woods That's the had thing. the thing, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, when Tiger Woods was found to have cheated on his wife, yeah. then all of a sudden, all these other women came out of the woodwork, basically because they felt free because it was out there that Tiger was a cheater. So basically, what I'm saying is, now that you came out with your story about Jed, it seems like because, like I said, I got an email shortly thereafter of someone who came to me and showed me her timeline of her relationship with Jed um, that coincided, unfortunately, with yours. Um, So I'm trying to... So when I ask you, did other women come forward to you about Jed, and you say yes, it's like... I I immediately believe it, because because why why wouldn't I? You know? Um, (laughs) Did they no, now? Now these women that came to you, like I said, we're they not, didn't say anything about it. Mostly, which was it? Just thanks. he was flirting, or yeah, that was that was more the gist. But okay, and you know, to some, it's like, and of course, like I've you know called my mom, and I'm like, uh, you know, I don't, and she's like, okay, well, you don't have to read into any anything maybe they maybe it's not true maybe they're just but also I, you know i don't know I, and it's also i i can only deal with so many things at one time yeah you know what i mean like no i hear that's a, a lot to tackle yeah it's just know? it's just that it's starting like to watch it play out on, on you know to watch it play out on tv and then you know also like here you know yeah i'm you know it's unfortunate um i think uh you know, when when this all comes out, I guess one way to look at it in a positive light for you is you had the courage to speak out and it's encouraging more people yeah. to come forward. Um, yeah. And it, it sucks to hear what this guy was doing um, behind your back. Um, and it, it's but it's I think it's still important that it's out there because even if it's not even for you, obviously you are in, you know, I was going to ask you this a little later on, but I mean, I'll ask you it now. Is there ever any way that if Jed ever came back to you and said, no, okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Can you, I mean, that's great that you wouldn't no. let me finish the sentence. Yeah. I mean, nope. th- so there's, there's nothing between you and Jen in the future. No, nothing nope. he can say to ever win nope. you back. No. Okay. Irreparable damage. Yeah, I would. And I would hope so. And if you, if your answer was, I don't know, never say never, I would have said no. You're that's a not crazy a, you're, you're crazy. You're crazy. That's not a yeah. good answer. Your no. answer should be no. And I'm glad, I'm glad it was no. Um, and I, you know, I know that you're not bashing him. Uh, you know, you, you've no. you've not bashed him once uh, in any interviews, and this interview as well. You know, you've even gone as far as to say, like, you think he's a really, you know, you think he's a good guy. Um, yeah. I I don't like that out there just because it seems like he gets a pass because he's a good guy, but yet he can do this and pull this yeah. stuff. Um, I don't like. I mean. Look, I think I think everyone's good, you know, it, <laughs> to a certain extent. We're all good yeah. people. Um, I don't think Jed is a horrible human being and a monster. Um, yeah. But his behavior pre-show and post-show is reprehensible, and he should be called out for it. And you started the ball rolling with your interview. Um, is there is there a f- misconception? Is there a a falsehood that people in bachelor nation believe about you already that you've been hearing a lot. I think, I think I've pretty much, you know, the biggest thing is just, you know, I think people have this idea that I am like just out to ride someone's coattails or that I need my 15 minutes of fame or or whatever, you know, and, and that's everyone's entitled. Like I said, I was totally prepared for people to be skeptical and, you know, to have to form ideas about who I am or why I came forward, all of these things. But, you know, like I said, I I have been, I don't need 15 minutes of fame from this. I have worked my entire life, entire life to make a name for myself. And I didn't need ex-girlfriend attached to it. So, You know, I work, I work too hard for this to be the thing that defines me, nor will this be the thing that defines me. So, you know, if people want to um, throw shade or, or send hateful comments because I am in a really badass duo, then bring it on. But I don't apologize for the fact that I've worked really hard to make a name for myself at all. So, you know. I'm curious. All of those things are, are are independent of of the other, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I'm I'm curious because you guys all run in the same circles, and I'm sure you have a lot of mutual friends. If people are pretty mad at me, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, what has been the take? I like, were they like, why did you do this, Haley? You're ruining him. This is what has been the take of you saying this? You know, I mean, the biggest thing, and I will always, I have not. I have not reached out to anybody that is a mutual friend in regards to this and and nor will I, I would never want to put anybody in the middle of, of anything that's going on. You know, once again, I never set out to like ruin lives, but I did set out to protect myself and to stand up for myself. And that is all that I've done. Once again, still not speaking anything negative about, about anyone involved here. And, you know, people will get over it or they won't, or they'll love me or they won't. But the general consensus is I love you both from most people. And, you know, and the ones that, that don't, 
you know, I, once again, I didn't have terrible intentions. I wasn't trying to, you know, ruin anyone's life, but, but this is where we're at right now. So I, I think anybody that's on that side of would probably just be someone that's more friends with Jed than they are with you. So yeah. obviously they're siding with him and they're just probably, yeah. which is like, fine. This you know, I, you doing this. but you I had to expect that. I'm sure. Yeah. I would never, that. I would never expect anything less. I'm or wondering, I, you know, blame them, I guess. I want to know your thoughts on this. When yeah. Jed finally speaks out on this, which is probably going to be during the finale uh, yeah. when he's there with Hannah for the first time, we see them as a public couple. What do you think he's going to say? I cannot begin to tell you. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, if you think it doesn't cause me anxiety, then <laughs> you'd be wrong. But I, here's the deal. And, and I've said this to my friends and family and, and, you know, the people around me, but I have been myself. I have been honest and I have, you know, kept this as positive as I possibly can from the very beginning. So I, you know, I have been as upstanding, honest and true as I could have been. So that's really all that I can control in this whole scenario. So, you know, if a different picture is painted of me in the end or a different story is told, you know, I can't, I can't control that. All that I can do is, is be honest and be myself. So and I think yeah. I think you need to expect we'll that. I, I do think yeah. you need to expect that's coming. Uh, I just I'm I just can't prepared. imagine Jed is going to sit up there and say, "Yep, it's all true." Everything yep. like I, she, there's no way. It's just I know. I mean, he might say I I should have been more honest earlier or whatever, but I just don't think he's going to give you the credit no, that you deserve. Not. And I think he's going to downplay your relationship. Yeah. Most definitely. And, and I'm prepared for that. And, you know, like I said, that I just was protecting myself here. And yeah. I, I have, and like I said, I, I honestly expected a f- far, <laughs> a much more terrible reaction, you know, up until now. And, and I, I don't know. I mean, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. But like I said, I, I've been honest, you know, one of his friends called me and said, Haley, you know, you got, you got to stop this, you know, and I, and he said, I've read everything. And I said, let me ask you two questions. I said, did I lie about anything? And he said, no. And I said, have I said anything negative about anyone involved? And he said, no. And I said, nor will I beyond that, you know, this is, I'm done talking. If this is the last thing that I am doing about this. I, yeah, I don't think went, there's anything else you can say. Right, it's done. The story has been beat to death at this point. I could never tell this story again in my life, and I would be happy. In fact, if I ever tell it again, it would be too soon. Um, yeah. But, you know, what, whatever's, whatever happens is going to happen. I can't control anything else that happens from here on out. But I, this, I, th- this story is dominating the news, and it has a major effect on the ending of this show's finale it's there there's no way it's never going to be brought up if it if it hasn't already affected jed and hannah's relationship already we i I don't know that yet yeah however if this show approached you and said 
we need you on there on the finale. We need you to sit across from Jed or Jed and Hannah or Hannah. If they contact you to come on this show, would you do it? Oh, I don't know. That seems like getting in over my head. That seems like walking into a firing squad. And I I don't know that that's something that I'm trying to get into. Yeah. I mean, my, my advice to you would be if they do, you say no. Yeah, I just don't do I, I don't see how there's any way that I don't come out looking terrible and or, you know, that doesn't seem like a good plan for me. Yeah, I'm just I was thinking about that. I'm just like, I I know the show. I, I know how the show works. They've brought boyfriends slash girlfriends on the show before. Yeah. It never um, turns out well. Never turns out well. So if they do, yeah. I would tell them to go to hell. And well, I appreciate that advice don't, very much. Don't do it. Um, but I could see them asking just because this is going to be, you know, people are going to tune in and they want to see how it ends and they want to see if my spoiler is wrong or whatever. And they're going to want to see the ending and who, you know, her choosing Jed over Tyler. But they also know that this story is now dominating the headlines and people are going to want to tune in to the after the final rose yeah. To see what's going on now, how they handled this, because let's face it, this thing happens. This this ending with head and head, this ending with Hannah and Jed happens <clears throat> three ways. Yeah. There's only three ways this is going to turn out. One, Hannah and Jed weather this storm. They move past it. And by the time they show up on the finale on July 29th, they say they've gotten through it. She's happy with what he's told her and they're moving forward Two. The engagement has ended before the finale because she can't get over this whopper of a lie that he told. They are done and she never wants to speak to him again. Or three, they end the engagement or put the engagement on hold, but remain a couple. And basically he kind of needs to prove himself to her. Like I'm pissed. I don't want to be engaged right now, but let's, I don't want to jump to conclusions and immediately jump into everything, but we need to work on us and see where it goes. There's only three options of where these two are. I mean, yeah. I know there's a faction out there that are like, well, what, can't she just dump Jed and ask Tyler back? I mean, I mean, I guess that's a po- that could be a fourth possibility of her going back to Tyler, but we have no idea if Tyler even wants that. I mean, he's already yeah. been dumped once. I don't know if he wants to take her back. I have no idea. But those seem to be the three logical choices. They're, they're, they've weathered it, and they made it through it, and we're going to see a, a happy couple sitting there on July 29th, or we're done. And I don't, this guy pisses me off and I haven't spoken to him since we broke up or yeah, we, we ended the engagement, but we're working on things and we're just going to see where it goes because there was some trust that was, you know, lost there yeah. on Jed's part. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just as interested in everybody else as, as yeah. anybody else is because right now I, I, I don't know where they're at. Um, yeah. all I do know is what happened in Greece. And, um, so anyway, um, you know, like I, I, like I said, I, I heard a lot of your interview with Bobby earlier today, and I agree with Bobby. Keep making music. Do your thing. Yeah. You, you are the flavor of the day, maybe the flavor of the, of the last week. I mean, it's yeah. going to last a little bit longer, you know, up until the finale, because I'm sure, you know, no doubt it's going to be brought up at the finale when Hannah and Jed make their final appearance together. But, and then maybe that week of the finale, when the final couple, yeah. if they're still together, does their media rounds and whatnot, your name's still going to you know, kind of be floating out there, but it's going to die down. I yeah. it probably can't see the forest through the trees right now, but 
Bachelor in Paradise starts the next week, and by mid-August, I don't think this is going to be a big deal anymore. Thank God. You know, but for the next couple months, yeah, it's going to be tough, and you're going to your name's going to be yeah. out there everywhere. And I appreciate you coming on and spending an hour and twenty minutes talking about this. Obviously, way longer than any other interview you were able to do. Yeah. Um. Thanks for having me. And I appreciate it. I wanted to bring you on and get your side out there because I know when it's media outlets, they only have a certain amount of space they can yeah. dedicate to an interview. Bobby had you on for a couple segments, but on a podcast, there's no, you know, there's no filter here. We just, we go until we cover everything. And I feel like we covered every single just bit of this yeah. story from pre-show during show, the interviews, post-show, like I've run out of questions. Yeah. So <laughs> figure we got it all. Um, again, yeah. um, I, I really, Thank you so much, Haley, for doing this. Uh, yeah. I wish you all the best of luck with Sweet Leah. I know you are heading to this. You're you're in the studio now, recording your guys' second yes. single. Or yes, we uh will be in the studio on Monday, recording our with the the biggest producer, one of the biggest producers in Nashville. So we're kind of freaking out, but it's wow. gonna be good stuff. When did that come about? Um. Well, he. <laughs> actually reached out to us uh about a week ago we got hooked up with him and so it's all kind of happened at once but you know good things we're keith urban's band is going to be playing on our on our single so it's oh, going to nice. be Can it's, you- it's, it's it's we're kind of like uh okay what's happening but but it's it's good things can good you things. give us a tease do we have a title of the song can you tease that or no yeah sure it's um Okay, get it's it sounds a little funny, but it's called Red Naked. <laughs> red Naked. Red Red na- You got to say it. Come on, you got to say Red Naked. Red Naked. That's it. <laughs> so when it's when- It's a, it's a southern rock song about back in a little scandalous. Okay, so is it R E D N E K K E D? Red naked or is well, it? Well, it's it's spelled red naked. Naked, but, but you, 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 you can't say that in a in a country song. You got to say red naked. Naked, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what was the other thing I was going to ask? You? Oh, and then obviously your single of Sweet Leah is the one. Is yeah. it's funny because your na- your group name is Sweet Leah. Sweet Leah, by Sweet Leah. And your yeah. single <laughs> is Sweet Leah. We're like bad company. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, bad company. That's right. Yeah. Forgot about that. Um, yeah. But again, Haley, uh, thanks again so much uh, for doing this. I really appreciate it. And um, again, probably, I mean, I'll, I'll take your word for it when you say this is, we won't be hearing from you much anymore in terms of interviews. No. This is, you made your rounds. and I'm just going to make music now if that's, yeah. if that's cool with everyone. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, again, I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah. you know, good luck with everything and uh, we'll be in touch. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Steve. Thanks, Haley. Have a good one. You too. Well, thank you to Haley for coming on and sharing that with us. That was a lot. Um, I'm glad she did. I'm glad she was able to give us the longest interview that she did in this media tour that she's done. Obviously, on podcasts, you can. Written word is only so long on you know sites like People and E Online and ET and whatnot. So I'm glad we was able to get her on and and talk about everything. Um, this podcast brought to you by Toy Story. 
Take Toy Story everywhere with Toy Story Drop, where the world of Toy Story comes to life in the only mobile game fully themed in the Toy Story universe, including the upcoming Toy Story 4. Go to ToyStoryDrop.com slash Steve to download your iOS or Android device now. Play the game between now and June 20th to unlock a special voice pack and hear The Claw. So in talking with Haley, I think you can you got a better understanding of her side. At no point is she ever saying what she thought she did back in March by letting him go on the show was a smart decision. And I think that's I think that's what a lot of you people needed to hear. She regrets it now, obviously, totally against it. Um, and I think you just I, – I know it's hard for a lot of you people to separate it, but you've got to separate everything from pre-leading up to him leaving the show – and post-show, because I think there's, they are two different animals at this point. Um, everything she knows post-show, obviously, would have changed everything pre-show. Um, but she does admit she never should have even let it get to that point. She said, look, I should have I should have either broken up with him, I should have let him do the show, or just basically put my foot down. You do the show, great, we're done. Or you don't do the show, and we stay together and we work on this. And that was her biggest mistake. Um, and she admits to it. So I, I can't can't climb all over her and just beat her down until it's just what are you doing what are you doing you're an idiot you're a moron it's like look she admitted it what else do you want her to do she knows she shouldn't have done it so i'm glad Haley spoke to us because there was a lot there i hope i covered everything and um it was i hope this is it i i definitely hope that um doesn't sound like she's ever going to go on the show even if they asked her but I just hope this is it. And, you know, when you do an hour and a half interview, doing another interview for anybody else is just like, what What could they possibly say or what could they possibly cover? She has answered everything that has been asked of her at this point. So everyone make your own decisions from here on uh, how you feel about the situation. I just think judging Haley for that is obviously a completely separate entity other than judging Jed for this. Or And how are you going to judge Jed for this? Because what Jed did is... It's indisputable. It's un- it's indisputable now, of what he did, and then to find out in the middle of the call when we got our wires crossed there, that uh, Jed was sleeping with somebody else that I know about, and if I know about it, there's probably others out there. Two and a half weeks before he went to the Bahamas with a girl that he said he loved you for the first time. Sucks, guys. Trash. Sorry. Anyway, please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. Very much appreciated, and I appreciate everybody who uh, stuck with this podcast for the last two and a half years. We're going to keep it going. So thank you very much to Haley again. Um, For Haley Stevens, I am Reality Steve. Thank you very much for tuning in to podcast number 136, and we will talk to you next week. See you.